Bomb. Welcome back to another episode of the Energizer podcast. Fully yeah. charged up. A podcast that leaves you charged up. Today All the way. You're here with your boy T. And Ty. And we've got a special guest in the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another blood. one. Yeah, another one. DJ Khaled. We've got my unks in the building. Big man. guest today, Ox. man. That's really good, yeah. man. Yeah, tell them. Really chat good. to them, bro. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the building, man. It's Ox. Yeah, oh, it's Monica's son. Mm-hmm. That's my nephew. Like he said, I was there when he was born. So that's like my family. family Deeper one, yeah. Literally, you know what I'm saying? Man, I held him when he was born. So it's a deeper thing that I can even put into words. But yeah, yeah. man, I'm just, I'm glad to be here, man. You know what yeah. I mean? It's been mm. a long time coming, so. For sure. Yeah, man, I'm grateful that you lot even invited me. You know yeah, what it's mean? only so right, man. Give it's thanks, right. man. Got a lot to touch on, you get me? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, all right, cool. So for the people that don't know, what yeah. do you do? Like, what's your thing? So mm. I'm an artist, I'm a hip hop artist, yeah. but I'm also like a motivational speaker. Mm. I do talks on mental health. Like mm. I'm a mental health advocate. Mm. I talk about um, youth violence. So I've done talks at like um, Chelsea Football Club for Hammersmith and Fulham Council. I've done other talks with Hammersmith and Fulham Council in like during the summer when they have big events in the summer to keep kids occupied. I've done events for the council. Like I I did a festival for the council as well, Hammersmith and Fulham Council in Mm. 2019. So I do music, I'm an artist, but it's more than music with me. Like, Mm. you see what I mean? So it's always been more than music. But Mm. like, you can call me an artist if just, if you want to make it simple, but there's no, I would say I'm a public figure. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I've tried to influence the genre, this UK music genre that we're all enjoying and seeing young kids making money from. I played a part in kind of building that in the early stages also. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. man's just a public figure really, you get me? I hear that. Yeah, so talk to them, man. how did you play a part in the, the early music scene then? Um, in like 2004, there was, you could probably say 2003, there was only really Dizzy Rascal. Mm. I'm sure you lot know who Dizzy yeah, Rascal yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like when Dizzy released his first album, it was called Boy in the Corner. Mm. And at that time, there wasn't really a scene. Do you know what I'm saying? Wiley was doing his thing and there was like a bit of a, a grime garage scene bubbling, yeah. but it wasn't really where it was now where these guys are all millionaires. It wasn't like that then, it was yeah. just Dizzy. Mm. So um, I, me and a couple of friends, we went Miami in 2000 and I think it was like 2002. I need to touch Miami. And yeah. when we Trying went to go, Miami, you know? like, it was, bro, Miami's crazy. <laughs> you got to see, it's the first time I went to America and I yeah. saw they had like a do-it-yourself attitude. Mm. like. A grind from the bottom, like you saw it like firsthand when you was over there. So there was a program that I watched over there called The Basement Show. Yeah, I was watching it like every other day, just like when man had nothing to do. And it was basically like a show where this guy had a couch and it was like bare, bare graffiti on the wall and guests will come on, sit on the couch, he'll interview them and then they'll do a performance afterwards. The mm. show was so dope. Yeah, And it was just ill and I remember some guys from that were signed to Rockefeller, they were on the show. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this is sick. So when I come back to England, I used the same camera that man was filming on holiday with. I just went round and started filming rappers. Like, first of all, it was mm. local rappers yeah. from like West London, Shepherds Bush, where mm. I'm from. And then bit by bit, the man then got together and man was saying, let's go film this guy and let's go film that guy. Next thing you know, and we're filming yeah, Kano in East London. In I think Kano East London was probably the biggest one that we filmed in part one. Kano, um, I think Estelle, Estelle's a big artist now yeah. in America. Yeah. We filmed her, we filmed, I think we filmed Mega Man from, from, from um, So Solid. So Solid, I think yeah. we filmed Mega Man as well for part one. So we were just meeting, yeah. it was just bouncing from one thing to the other, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so it was foundational. So it was literally yeah. like, uh, like a like you said before off camera, it was like Link Up TV, yeah. Grime Daily, but it before was in a time. DVD form. Yeah, this was DVD times, two thousand and four. The first one came out in like two thousand and four, two thousand and five, and the name Bound to Blow was just like it was. It was what man wanted to happen for man. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see man blow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I came up with the name. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I get a joy out of seeing success for other people. Yeah, right, I don't care like, if well. it's for me. Like, mm. I want to see you find your purpose and blow. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Look after your family. Like, live, bro. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Like, like, and live, and yeah, 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 enjoy yeah. life, man. Off the back of the gift God given you. Yeah. That's just been in me from back in the day from, mm. when I was, from when I was young. So I called it Bound to Blow. And it went it went viral, if you want back to call then, it back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there used to be a market in Wembley, Wembley Market. It was on it was there every Sunday. And people used to go there to shop bootleg stuff. Mm. It was like a big thing. Yeah. 
Wembley Market was just all bound to blow. Like I didn't even know it was happening. Mm -hmm. I was bootlegging the thing. Wembley Market, Camden Market, this market, that market. I'm getting phone calls. Bro, you know your DVDs and thing, man is bootlegging your thing. Bro, it went everywhere. Yeah. It, it went outside of that's London. Sick, man. See what I mean? You know what I'm See how that's mad. So, a lot of artists got got a light on them. Like Kano. Kano's yeah. one of the biggest UK artists now. Yeah, yeah. When Bound to Blow came out, no one from West London knew who Kano was. Yeah. When Bound to Blow came out, everyone done. Everyone mm. did. Up you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. it was like it was like the SBTV with, with Jamal Edwards. Yeah. May so rest in peace. Because he's from Acton yeah. and we're from Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. So he came up under that. He mm. saw Bound to Blow. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was just it was a platform that gave people a chance and the man them came together and really try to help people mm. blow. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I spent a lot of time editing. I learned how to edit myself mm. editing yeah. that DVD. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's basically bound to blow and how that started. So when it came to the artists and that, like you said Kano, Estelle yeah. and that, obviously they were probably doing their things in their own area, but yeah. then how did you pick up on them and then get in contact with them, if that makes sense? I'll be honest with you, uh. one thing kind of just snowballed onto another. Like, uh. I think maybe at the beginning, we might have been reaching out to one or two people. Yeah. But, then as, but as soon as they you. heard, or because no one else was doing this, like, yeah, maybe there was like there was one or two other brands at the time. Yeah. Like there's a guy, um, there's a what's this guy's name? There's this guy from East London. He's big in the grime scene. Um, the, the Rasta guy, um, Skepta's guy. Uh, um, he had Lord of the Mics, which was the, like another uh, Jammer, 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 Jammer had a little thing yeah, going yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, at yeah. the same kind of time, but maybe just afterwards. Yeah. But his thing was just more straight battling, yeah. like grime MCs mm, battling. Mm, mm, mm. But where our thing was more, I wanted to kind of, it was artist development, right. whether it be singing R&B, whether it be reggae, whether it be rap. So as soon as people start hearing about this, it's almost like they want to show their talent. Mm, yeah, they want to get involved as well. It's proper yeah. still. Yeah, no, so the one mistake I can put my hand up and say I made, yeah, and because remember, I, at the time, I just finished uni. Yeah. yeah so I how old was you this time? Degree. Like 20? Like I was probably about 21. Yeah, that's yeah. mad. And I made a mistake because what I should have done, because mm. I'll be a multi-multi-millionaire by yeah, now if I've done me. this, mm. I, we never charged the artists mm. to, right. to, to, to come on. Mm. So you, in America, all these DVDs, the come up DVD, smack mm. DVD, all these DVDs in America, yeah, you're charging and all them these to guys, the they used to charge the artists to come on. It's but like now with the link the up artists, TVs and that as well. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got we gave the, the artists that that shine, but it was just boom off the back of their talent. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Mm, right. So, so would you ever think about starting default, it back up again? Bound to blow. Um, I did Bound to Blow Volume Three in 2013. Yeah, yeah, because it was only two volumes came out before what happened to me. Mm. So I did Volume Three in 2013 just by myself. Mm. Because everybody goes separate ways once the dream's over. That's their yeah. own thing. So yeah. all the man them, like, everybody, I'm not saying they didn't believe in it no more, yeah. but I realised it was my dream. Yeah. They moved on so their life. Your vision. still alive. Yeah. It's still yeah. alive. There's, yeah. like, I was in the gym about three years ago, mm. yeah? Mm. I don't go to the gym no Bless more like me. that, but I was in the gym and yeah. Angel was there. Yeah, Angel yeah. was in Shout the gym. Angel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out Angel. Yeah. I got a, a single coming out pretty soon and he produced it still. Yeah. Big, big. And he said to me, bruv, you need to bring up Bound to Blow, you need to bring up Bound to Blow, and I da da da. I said to him, bro, I know, cuz, but you see where man is in life now, mm. you don't Sneezing spend your own money. Mm. Like, I spend my own money to do Bound to Blow Volume 3. Mm. That was my own money, the yeah. whole thing. So it's all yeah, you on your back for oh, real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where it is now, me as this Ox Monica son artist, mm. I've got myself to a position now where when I speak, people listen. No, so now I can voice. command certain things. Mm. So Bound to Blow is definitely there. Yeah. The YouTube channel's there. There's still posts on there if you go yeah. on the YouTube so you channel. Like roll back and check that out but well. I've just turned the, the light off a little bit on it mm. yeah. and put the light on myself yeah. and just got me to a certain place. Yeah. So they're going to merge together. Yeah. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And so when you build up your sure, platform man. as well, you can move people over to Bound to yeah, Blow man. now Now well. Bound to Blow's coming, man. Yeah. Coming, yeah. Mm. No, I think it's yeah. only There's right. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. Because a lot of people already know about Bound to Blow, like yeah. you said already, it's like it's not new to them. Like They've yeah. seen this before. Do you get yeah. me? So It'll be a sense. merge of generations yeah. because you guys' generation now like I like the way I could see as I was talking about it, it excited you. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, because it's something that it's genuine and mm -hmm. it's and it's real. It's It'll touch your soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And if if we sat down and watched volume one now, it will blow your mind. Yeah. Because you'd be like, Whoa, oh shit, is that yeah. what Kano was on? Yeah. Oh shit. 
Bruh, is that what my mum was saying? Because yeah, yeah. this was a quiet, shy little boy. Mm. Do you understand? Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? But now, he's, he's top boy. Top he's t- you yeah. know what I mean? But that's growth. Mm. That comes yeah. with experiences, that comes with losses, that comes with wins, that comes yeah. with money. That's mm. mad. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Even, so, yeah. it's, for me, it's just beautiful to see. Yeah. Like, it's amazing for me to watch. Yeah. Like, I love it. Like, seeing the... Ashadi. Ashadi was on Bound to Blow Volume 2. Yeah, no, this is big still. Two. Mm. Do you know what Ashadi said in Volume 2? What is it? Ashadi said, he, we was in Vauxhall Bridge. I think we went to a Skinny Man video or Estelle video, I can't remember, but he was there. He said, bro, he says this on camera, it's on Valentine's mm. Show too. He goes, I'm going to be making TV shows. He goes, I'm going to be making films. He ain't done nothing. He hadn't done none of this at the time. Mm. He goes, you're going to see me in movies. You're going to see me in TV shows. We're going to be doing our own productions. Mm. We're going to be making our own films, giving people an opportunity. Bro, he said everything you're seeing him do see, now. And he had the mm. vision back then. And bro, do you know what Everything, he yeah? said that in 2005. Mm-hmm. Everything you're seeing actually do, actually do now. He said stuff like, all these brands owe us. Mm. Nike, all of them, they owe us. They should be giving us money. Mm. Da, da, da. And they are. Nah, that that really, <laughs> you know what makes me think of that? Like, <laughs> we're at that same position that Ashley D was them times man. back there. Do you get me? But we're saying, all right, cool, couple of years, watch where we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to be clear whether it's trendsetter with the podcast. You get me? Nah, for sure. It's, not it's deep. And even yeah. the, the thing that's standing out to me is like the importance of documenting the process. Like yeah. you, you was obviously doing it for a deeper cause because. I'm getting excited because I'm hearing that it's your purpose. You like helping people yeah. and providing yeah. them with opportunities, which is amazing, yeah. But in doing that, you're literally documenting, like you said, Kano in his one yeah. of his first chances yeah. to blow on a platform, do you know what I mean? Back in way back when, do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Documenting that or Asha D having a stint saying, Listen, I'm saying to the camera now, I'm gonna be this guy, I'm gonna yeah. be doing these type of music. Yeah. Fast forward X my years, you yeah. turn that dream into reality. It's yeah. strong, man. No, no, bro, I think it's beautiful, man, because it's manifestation. Yeah. And a lot of people don't speak magic into their own lives mm. enough. Deeper one. A lot of men are waiting Deeper one. for that person, might be their brethren, mm. it might be someone close to them. Mm. To spark that vision to, in them. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Or they might be thinking, that person's gonna be the way I get true. Yeah. Like, right, he's the one that's gonna push us true. So a man is just waiting under him, yeah, not no, realizing God's giving you a purpose. Mm. Like, I'll give you this, Estelle said this man, Estelle's a little G still, that girl's a G. Mm. She said to man, she said, this is like back in the day, she said, why is that rapper bruh got 10 man around him and none of them know how to hold a camera? Mm. None of them know how to edit. None of them know how to do PR. Mm. None of them know how, none, none of them know how to structure an interview. That's mm. deep, you know, yeah. But you lot are rolling around with this bruh every day, spending money, smoking mm. weed, doing Le- whatever. Leeching off But you're not learnt, like, you're not yeah, even trying to yeah, add yeah. no value. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, job rolls there like, that you can pick up and help your brethren as well. So yeah, it's crazy, sure. bro. Like, it's, yeah. there's, there's, but I'm glad to see how the scene's gone because it seems as if people are actually feeding their families and they're, get, they're yeah. gaining man, wealth, from you know? 100%. So, yeah, man. 100, 100. Scene's in a healthy place, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. Yeah. So that's Bound to Blow said. Yeah. Let's talk about Ox, Monaco's son, music side now. Yeah. Dude. What made you originally get started with music? Like, what was your, your main um, passion? I'll be honest with you, with the music thing, because imagine I'm doing Bound to Blow all that time. Yeah. And I never, I never once filmed myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I never so, was you me. doing music before Bound to Blow? Or was that no. after? Okay, so no. it was after, yeah? Yeah, right, it was, this is all after. This is The first time I ever went in a studio uh. was like, I think around 2010. All right. The first man. time I ever put a headphone on yeah. to mm. say, oh, I'm going to record uh. was 2010. And 2010 was when I got sectioned. Mm. So mm. that kind of ended that that whole trying to yeah. think of music thing. Yeah. Yeah. But around 2016, I had therapy. Mm. Yeah, I got into some therapy. I was on a waiting list for so long. I know we're kind of skipping stuff a mm. bit. Mm. But basically I had therapy for about a year. And in the therapy, the therapist, because it was like deep therapy, one of the things he wanted me to do was basically write because he worked out that was like some of my hobbies. Mm. So I had this song, it was like a poem slash song mm. that I had, I just had it, but it wasn't completed. Yeah. I was telling him about it and he basically said to me, right, you need to bring that in, I wanna hear it and you rap it for me. Mm. So yeah, I did it for him, it's called Make It Right. Mm. And the dude lost it, he went nuts. Like, And literally I recorded that song and released it as a single and yeah, I, it was Monica's son, Ox Monica's son, mm. because my mum's name is Monica, obviously, mm. but I didn't know my mum growing up. I never grew up with her. Mm. I was born in Nigeria, but I came here as a kid, mm. but my mum never raised me from Nigeria. Mm. So I, I met my mum in like, I think 2009, a year before I got sectioned. 
and this was just a dedication to her. Mm. So wherever yeah, I go, whoever story. meets me, uh. whoever reads my name, whoever wants to inquire, who are you? Or what, why did you call yourself mm. that? Your it's going to be a dedication to her. Yeah. Of all the years she lost, because mm. she lost her child, didn't it? She lost me, because like, just how the situation was. My dad took mm. me, mm. and it was just, in Africa is different. It's not like here, where women have so much control. So my dad was the man in position. He had money, mm. and so he, made he was able to make moves. So mm. he took the kids when mm. him and my mum separated. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I yeah. was just a baby then, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So. so then what was it like growing up with our, deep, your mum there in the household? So growing up with your pops? Yeah. So what was it like when, because you know then, what it's like? like mummy shows the more loving side naturally, yeah. you understand what I mean? And your dad shows the more tough love side. So how yeah. was it not having that mummy's love there? Fam. My old child man's hardest not to stop crying, everybody. Yeah. yeah. But it was tough, cuz. Mm, like, mm. especially in retrospect. And especially after going through that therapy thing. Yeah. Because you see, after the therapy thing, it was like a year, like I said, this guy wrote a report. Yeah. It was like four pages long. Yeah. And it was for me to give, for him to give to the GP, one for me, mm. one for whoever needs a copy yeah. that wants to find out about mm. what I went through. Mm. And when I read it, right, it blew my mind, cuz. Because it was like, it was a perspective of this I Northern Irish man mm. who's, a, who's a psychologist and this is what he thinks of what's happened to me. Mm. And it was deep because my life's just been no love. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I was the last of my mum's children, the last of my dad's children until we found out he's got another son. Mm. But there was no time for me. Like in terms of my mum's not there, that's the person that gives the love, like yeah. you said. Yeah. My dad was always in England, Nigeria in England, he was always working. So I'm just there with all these sisters and couple bad boy older brothers that are never there. Mm. So it was my friends. Yeah. My friends was where my love was at. Yeah. Like I had these four best friends in Nigeria. Yeah. And that's where my love was at. So it was just lacking a lot of love to answer it. your question. But it, my dad was my mom and dad, mm. if that makes sense. Cause mm. he told me stuff maybe that a woman would have told me mm. about making sure I know how to cook and mm. making sure I know how to look after myself and not depending on a woman mm. and certain things that maybe a woman might have told you yeah. Yeah. do you get know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, like yeah. so and he always made sure food was on the table mm. he always cooked do you get know what I'm yeah, saying like yeah. he showed man so much game but at the same time he showed it was tough because yeah. it was tough love yeah. do you get know what I'm saying and like, there's only so much that you can teach you obviously where he's a man yeah, not, no. You don't hugs. know what it's nah, like to actually no, live as a woman. There's you no me? hugs. Yeah. There's no, like I said, it's in retrospect. Yeah. When you're there doing it, yeah, that's just life. It's just, isn't it? yeah, yeah, it's, it's more lonely normal, than isn't it? anything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it was kind of <laughs> lonely, if mm. more than anything. But in retrospect, it was just lacking love because mm. my dad don't come from this culture. Yeah. So it's not even as if it was. It was like man them like me who used my dad. Yeah. It's like my dad's this African man that came from the village in Africa, in Nigeria, and went to the big city in mm. Nigeria and made it mm. and was able to bring his kids to England. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's still got that thing in him. Yeah. Cause he's from back home. Yeah, he's only yeah. one he's only one step away from village. Yeah. yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. He might have that, lived, that's his roots, isn't it? Yeah, he yeah. lived city life, but his foundation is yeah, the same you got to do it this way. Yeah, 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 do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. For example, I'll give you a simple example. My dad would give me a stern look. Don't matter how old I was, I mm. could have been I could have been 20, I could have been seven, I could have been five, I could have been 30, if I gave him something with my left hand. If my dad asked me for something and I gave it to him with my left hand like that, my dad wouldn't take it. He'll look at me. Because I meant to give it to him with my right hand, because that's our culture. Down. Do you understand? Okay. I'm not meant to give you something with my left hand. That's a disrespect. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not meant to take money from you with my with my left hand. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. It's just a cultural thing. Yeah. Do you, get, do you get what I'm saying? Moral so simple little things like that yeah. was drilled in man. Mm. Drilled in man in a way where it's like, oh Lord. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You feel yeah. me? So. Yeah. No, that's hard that's though. Deep, but I feel man. like. <clears throat> Honestly, you've gone through a mad, like, your life story, yeah, it's crazy. You've gone through mad ups nah, and downs. It's a movie, it's a it's movie. A movie nah, it could actually be a movie. Nah, it's a movie. It's it's it a could movie. actually it's be a movie. movie. But the fact that you're here now, you're doing music, and then you're also inspiring and motivating people as well, yeah. is sick, because there's a lot of men that could go through the same situations you went through yeah. and be down and out right now. Do you get yeah. me? So the fact that you're here still motivating other people, even though you went through the mad thing, yeah. it's hard still. Nah, Great I do thanks, man. Thank you, man. I do thanks, man. Nah, for real. Even with what you were saying as well, like again, I'm just listening to your story and stuff like that. It's deep, man, and it's good to to see that regardless of the trials and tribulations you went went through, like I said, your life is, could have been a movie, literally. Yeah, um, 
though your purpose is higher to the point where you still want to give back and help people on the back end so you've yeah, been through the, the fact, therapy right, you've yeah. been through all of these um important stages and pillars in your life <clears throat> but you still want to go through that you've been through that and then looking back in hindsight you want to be like cool i've went through x but i want to give y to other people to yeah. kind of better lives other than my own do you know mm. what i mean yeah no, so that's it's deep man that's and i commend you for that as well yeah, no yeah. thank you strong all right then cool so therapy now as well because i never done therapy before in my life yeah? yeah yeah but i know that you're currently going through that yeah and you've done therapy as well do you yeah. get me so what do you feel like the benefits of therapy is um just i just general? for me personally i learned so much that I wasn't taught before. Mm. So I learned things about myself that I should have known already. Mm. Mm. But the system that we live in, like the school system, just how life is how life is structured, you don't learn certain things until it's do or die time. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like there's some things, there's there's certain information. So I did a I did a I did a um a nine week pain management course. Yeah, because mm. I had a I had a back up. I've had I've had so many operations, but I had I had a disc taken out my back in 2016. Yeah, mm. a disc taken out my lower right back. Yeah, and before it, I had this pain management course, and I learned stuff in that pain management course that I should have learned in school. Yeah, mm. like there's things I could tell you now about when you're in pain, certain times why, yeah, and why what could make it better without you taking no medicine. Yeah, yeah. I learned that in this pain management yeah. class. I could have learned that in school. There's certain things, certain information that is out there that we should have had access to but we don't get From it early, yeah. we don't get it because it's not structured that way mm. do you get what i'm saying so the therapy thing give you one example i understood through therapy that it's okay to be sad mm. it's okay to be happy it's okay to feel all these emotions anger certain times you might be angry yeah and then you get angry with yourself for they being angry, angry. Yeah. Mm. All, the time. Yeah? all the time yeah or yeah. you might be down you might be feeling a little low mm, you get frustrated at yourself mm. It might be like a regular day, mm. a Tuesday. Bro, I just feel down, cuz. You're dumb, you know, bro. Why did you do that thing that day, cuz? You're a dickhead. Why mm. did you do that, cuz? You're a donut. Da -da. Bare condemnation we just put on ourselves. But when really and truly, it's just a bunch of emotions, fam. That's all it is. Mm. Whatever you're feeling at a particular time, it's just an emotion, whether it's happiness. And I'll check you this, I'll, I'll give you this. Most times when we're happy, we don't question it. Mm. When we're gassed and we're happy, we don't say, why am I so happy? Because we know why. This has happened or that's happened. And then that happiness just comes, we feel it, it goes. Mm. But certain times when we're feeling these other emotions, like the anger or all the sadness, you sit there and you question, we why hold am I on like to this? it. Yeah. Man, hold on to it People and start are. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, right, yeah, <clears throat> nah, my girl said that to me. Nah, Leo, who's she talking to? Or my man, da da da. We start going into this thing of holding on to this, this emotion, but really and truly, you're just meant to let it come and go. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things therapy helped me with in yeah. terms of just dealing with my emotions and understanding them, identifying mm. them. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. And knowing that I've got power over all of it. Yeah, you're in control. I've of got it. power yeah. over all of it. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I've got power over if I want to have an argument with you. Yeah. Like if me and you're you are control. arguing, I have to be in it too. Yeah. Mm. I got I could just shut my mouth and let you just keep on shouting. Yeah. Eventually for real. you're gonna have enough. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Or you yeah. might hit me or something's going to happen, isn't it? Do you get what I'm saying? But I've got a choice of saying, you know what? I'm not even involved in this. Yeah. But we don't do that enough because we engage with these negative emotions. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, mm. so therapy just helps you identify things within yourself and then just depends what you've been through. Whatever mm. the trauma is, then that will depend on what you need to hear or what you mm. need to be told. I but really and truly, it just, I think it helps you have a better understanding of who you are mm. and mm. what you're going through. Mm. which a lot of people don't people really are. understand when they're yeah. going through it. It's like being in a storm and just being confused of where you are because mm. you can't see can't nothing. See that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like like road rage. Mm. You just get into a... Uh, yeah. You can't see nothing. Yeah, but yeah. really and truly, if you just breathe mm. and just be a bit more mindful of where you are or what the situation is, bro, this is work in progress, bro. Yeah. Like, man ain't got this shit worked out. Yeah. I'm still trying to work this stuff out. Do you get what I'm saying? That's like, real. So, but... The therapy thing, I think we all need it. Yeah. Mm. I'm getting twisted. That was my next question. We all need it. So we all need it. What's your like so you're saying literally just on off the back of that about how everybody needs to go through therapy. Yeah. Why do you think everyone should go through therapy? Like what could it teach them or how could it improve them? Because I feel like just to add more context, sorry, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are like, Oh man, don't need therapy. I haven't been through the mad thing or this person might not have passed no, away. Have but there's it. certain things that you still have trauma from that you might not even know. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, facts. Bro, look at society. Mm. 
Look what we're living. Mm. Look at what's governing this thing that we're calling life. We're living in England. Look what's governing it. Mm. Like, if you actually watch the news, it's a madness. Like, if you really watch it and analyse what's going on, the lockdown and what's been happening and where they where people have been pushed to. Bro, people can't even feed themselves. Mm. Like, people are struggling to literally put food in their, in their bellies. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? You've got mums out here with their children and their children are the one bringing money in. Mm. Whether that be through a, through a drug line or whether that's rubbery or whatever it might be, like a hustle, like whatever it is. Well, that ain't right. Mm. That ain't right for a 15, 16 year old to be coming home and he's the one that's putting bread on the table. That's yeah, not right. Goals, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And most of these young people now, whether they're from a good area, a bad area, bro, they're seeing their friends die. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, then it's becoming normal though. Like, yeah, it's becoming very normal. They're seeing giggling it all the time. about it. It's mm. vi- like I'm seeing videos and I'm like, what? Okay, so I'm seeing videos of incidents here yeah, that maybe man might hear about maybe three, four times a year back mm. in the day. Mm. But now you're seeing it every day. Mm. Literally. Yeah. I know there's more camera phones, yeah. but it's not even the actions that's bothering man. It's the reactions to the people that are there. Yeah. It's normal. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's yeah. normal. Like even the other day, saying? my dad was showing me a video, yeah, of a school kid who was getting kidnapped. He yeah. was in his school uniform, he's walking home. Yeah. And then like three men are trying to drag him in a car. Yeah. But then there's people around, they're not helping, yeah. you know, they're recording. Yeah. Like they're watching yeah. my man getting yeah. kidnapped. You get me? That's why I feel like the social media thing is crazy around. But me. I'll be honest yeah. with you, you see when they put when they put cameras in phones, yeah, they didn't know what was happening. And yeah. maybe they did. Maybe they did. But you gotta understand. You see, you see. For you to have a camera on you, yeah, you had to be someone of importance. Mm. Like, originally. Not just back in the day, just since cameras ever existed. Uh. Like, I'm not talking about a home camera that's for you and your family in your yard. For you to be on a camera that's got a light on it, there's filters, Mm. and da-da-da-da, you had to be, you had to, you had to be like of a judged status or something. to yeah. be someone of importance that mm. somebody wants to hear you talk. Yeah. But now everyone's you've got, got the world. Everyone's got a voice with a yeah. camera, bro. With a camera that you could have a studio with. Yeah. Mm. Studio quality is good enough to put to the world. That's what we have now to everyone. That's confusion. That's confusion. That's going to be a level yeah. of confusion. Nah, yeah, for yeah. real. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and even a quick one as well. I feel like. Even what you're saying before about like all these videos you're seeing three, four times a year, way back when now, yeah. you go on the timeline, you're seeing mm. this video, yeah, this every person day. being yeah. shown every day. You're just being shown trauma points really and truly yeah. every single day. And I feel like a lot of, not even a lot of us, we all to some extent have kind of just been desensitized to all these clips that we're seeing. 100%. So literally like you're saying, you go on Instagram, the first thing you see is, is a mad thing. You go on Snapchat, it's someone's story who's videoing the mad thing. So yeah. if you're seeing that every day, that's not your norm, but you're becoming desensitized to actual trauma and these events, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's do you know mad. how deep it is, bro? Yeah. It's mad. Do you know how much girls, yeah? You guys are in your, in your, in your teens, yeah? Do you know how much girls you lot are gonna come across? I'm not saying you're gonna date or da-da-da, I'm not gonna talk anything into you lot's lives. Mm. But do you know how much young women are traumatized mm. by abuse that they've not spoke about? Mm. Whether it's from a family member, whether it's from somebody that they trusted. Do you know how much women have been raped, bro? Mm. How much young girls, when you're talking about who needs therapy, bro, so much people need therapy that it ain't. Bro, you might buck a girl, everything's going well, but then you just start seeing a different type of attitude and energy in her. You don't even know what that girl's been through. Mm. Loads of people have gone through stuff that they don't speak about. Yeah. So, so when we talk about who needs therapy, bro, the most of most people do, especially people coming from where we come from. Mm. Bear young boys in homes and there's no father. And there's no, not even there's no father, there's no positive male role model at all. Any shape or form. That boy needs therapy. Mm. That boy needs therapy because there's a pain in the in the woman that's in the house that's gonna be on him. There's gonna be a pain that's on him, whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? That's like, deep. and then if he's going out and doing all the other stuff that we just spoke about, mm. meeting the girl that done and she ain't got her dad, and maybe an uncle raped her and she's carrying that around, bro, it's just pain, bro. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just pain, but we live through it. It's normal, we live through it. Because a lot of people, but I didn't even want to get too deep, but at the same time, there's levels to this thing. 
Look at Instagram. Loads of people ain't even who they are. Mm. Yeah. Like loads of people ain't even who they are. Loads of people ain't even, like his name's Tay. It's on his Instagram. Yeah. He's who he is. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? My mm. name's Ox. Everyone knows me as Ox. Go to my Instagram, my name's Ox. Mm. But a lot of people, they ain't really on, bro. A lot of people are just pretending. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? A lot of people are just pretending because that's the only way they're going to survive. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Real? So it's, it's, yeah. it's a deep thing. It's a deep, it's a deep one. thing it's a deep still. One. A deep thing. No way. But yeah, do you know what it is? When it comes to therapy mm. and that, yeah, like obviously we've had conversations and that. Mm. And then you made me realize something that I might need it still. But mm. it's not a thing where, like, I've. Obviously, I've gone through certain things in my life here, but my thing's always just been, all right, cool, I'm going to work through it. So if a mad yeah. thing happens, I'll just work harder. Do you get me? Yeah. No matter what the situation is, if I get caught up in something or something happens with family, my way of dealing with it is, all right, cool, I'm just going to double down and graft. Do you yeah. get me? That's my response. And in reality, I might need to seek some therapy or just even, not even therapy, but just hear a different perspective. Do you get yeah. me? Because bare things I really dealt with, I just work through it. But you see, you guys even having something like this mm. to show. You guys, I don't know what episode you guys are on now. Whether you plan the show mm. or you're just having these conversations, yeah. this is therapy. Mm. Believe yeah, me. In the form. This is yeah. therapy. Word. This is therapy, cuz. Yeah, yeah. You two on the phone with each other talking about your future, that's therapy. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're building blocks. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's different forms here, obviously. Do you know what I mean? And whether or not you can count on each other if you're really down and you need someone to talk to or you're just going to try and keep it to yourself. Mm. That's another thing altogether. Mm. Mm. But you're not just building with one another, having these conversations, that's therapy in itself. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. But bro. to go back to what you're saying, bro, most people need it, man. Especially living in London. Mm. It's a rat race. I think I think they do. And even like what you, you said as an example about like a young boy who's out there and he knows someone or he could been in that certain lifestyle or environment, something's happened to his friend or friend passed away. People will be going through trauma not knowing they're going through trauma. Yeah, Does fact, that make yeah, sense? Fact. Like even what you were saying about like um, the way certain people have experienced their childhood and stuff like that, the environment they're around, you could be in and around like that type of life or gangs, whatever, yeah? yeah? Something's happened to your friend, he got, even it could be as simple, for example, as he got wrapped, he got beaten up, he yeah. just got in a fight, but you don't know that that's trauma right there that yeah. could be mm. impacting you and affecting you in yeah. a certain way. You don't even know about it. You don't even yeah. know about it for one, and then your outlet is, oh, I've had a long day, or the man them, something got happened to the man them, let me go smoke, yeah. or oh, let me just be antisocial and then just be like, yeah, All I'm good facts. still, yeah. you know what I mean? Mean, let yeah. me just curl up so now that trauma is building up in you all you're facts. not you don't have a healthy outlet for it yeah. it's all deep facts. still yeah. all facts facts yeah, facts, facts facts alright then cool so I don't want to stay too deep but I just want to touch on one more thing now yeah? yeah so obviously you said that you was getting involved in music back in like 2010 yeah yeah and then you got sectioned so yeah. what led up to the point where you actually got sectioned what happened because obviously you're okay. pursuing music and then so I think you see sometimes in life yeah yeah you can be going through like things are really going well for you in a particular aspect of your life yeah, yeah? but then at the same time there might be like certain situations that's just get dragging you or certain parts of your life that ain't you just can't get right mm. yeah you just, maybe you don't fully understand it mm. you know what I'm saying so 2010 around that time is the first time I've like I said recorded music yeah mm. So I've even got like a bunch of music from that time that I've never really put out, mm. yeah, properly, yeah. There's a video I put out called Alone, where the video I'm, I'm, I've got no top on. Mm. It's on my I've YouTube channel. That's yeah. one of the tunes from the, around that okay, time. Okay, yeah? okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. I talk about the shooting, yeah. I talk about a lot yeah, of stuff yeah, and that's yeah, all. Yeah. yeah. So, slightly lost. Um, You're talking about 2010? Yeah, yeah. So, in that period, that whole things are going well with the music. I'm experimenting. I'm finding new things yeah. to record. I'm listening to instrumentals. Things I've just happening. had a daughter. Mm. My daughter was born in 2009. Okay. October. Mm. My first child. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, me and the mum were together. We're living together. Mm. But there's aspects of that relationship that I'm starting to not be sure about. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The more I'm getting to know who I am, I'm seeing things and I'm thinking, like you live with someone, you're gonna see a different side of them mm. that you've never really seen before. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying? 100, yeah? 100. My dad always told me, maybe no one's ever told you guys this, my dad always told me, be careful about moving into a woman's property. Yeah, my dad said the same My dad always told me yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah? He never really told me why or tried to give me this reason or that reason, but he just always told me be careful Have your that. own spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
So moving in with after Inja was born and we moved in, it was a it was a property that was under Inja's mum's her mum's name and it mm. was her property. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So there was things about her that changed. I think she even admitted it mm. and apologized to me and said, "Yeah, when we moved in, I know us because through the whole pregnancy, she stayed with me mm. at my dad's house." Okay. So obviously, that maybe you're almost feeling as if someone's taking you in. Mm. Da, 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 so the dynamics own, different. Yeah. Everything kind of changed yeah, a little yeah, bit. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, the music thing's going well. That was starting to be a little bit of a... I just wasn't really understanding what was happening with it. Mm. My dad was ill, mm. yeah? Because 2009, I was meant to take my dad home. That's why I went to Nigeria. We was meant to take him home to get some sun, to mm. go home and just be home again because yeah. I could tell it was he was missing home, yeah, you get know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. The last minute, my dad changed his mind, yeah? Mm. I'd already bought my ticket. I'd already taken time off work. I had a job at the time. Mm. I'd taken time off work. My brother was meant to come. I got one older brother in this country. Mm. He was meant to come. He changed his mind last minute. Mm. So I ended up going by myself. Right. So that's when I met my mum. Okay. So okay, I've okay. met my mum for the first time in 2009. That's crazy. I've How old was you then? I was around, what, 28? All right. And I've met my... Um, I've met my little brother for the first time. Mm. I've got a little brother that my dad's had. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm meeting him for the first time. Mm. Yeah. So the holiday wasn't really a holiday. It was just, remember I told you I had some best friends when yeah. I was little. Yeah. I found three of them. Yeah. Mm. So loads of stuff happened. Yeah, memories are just coming back now. Yeah. Like, loads yeah. of things happened. Quite like, important things the, as well. Oh, the holiday was deep. Yeah. When yeah. I say it was deep, like, yeah. My, my older brother, may so rest in peace, Henry, he oh, died yeah. in 2020. My man mm. broke down barling, bro. Like, mm. barling. Like, I don't have a dad, I don't have a mama, I don't have nothing, da, da. Because basically, he basically came to England with my mum and dad when he was young, but he was like a bad breed. Mm. So he was a terror in England. Mm -hmm. Like, he was a runaway, he used to do all types of shit, bro. Mm. So they sent him back to Nigeria. Okay. And never came back. Oh, really? So whereas all my other sisters, brothers and sisters, they were all born here, he weren't. So he almost feel like a like a black sheep like type an thing, outcast. like That's an outcast. Yeah. I wasn't born here, yeah. but me and my dad were we like that. Pops, yeah. yeah, me and my dad were like that. So yeah. wherever my dad, I went, wherever mm. he went. You know what I mean? Mm. So when my dad come to England, he's brought me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I think he felt a level of pain that I didn't even understand. Because when he was bawling, I'm saying to my little brother, what's wrong with this bread? He's a big man yeah. talking about your dad. Yeah. But now I get it in retrospect because mm, my yeah. dad died and he died. They mm. died in the same year. Yeah, That's my dad died and he like, died. Like, he died like maybe like months later. Do you know what I'm deeper, saying? Because they were tied in a way. Mm. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? They were connected. And when my dad went, he probably felt he couldn't really do nothing no more because my dad was always carrying him. Mm, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. So that whole experience of seeing all that, then coming back to England, almost like one minute I was happy, next minute I was sad. It yeah. was like that all the time. Mm, yeah, This is what was happening. But all this is PTSD, but I didn't know that because mm. I didn't know I had PTSD. Do you get what I'm saying? From the shooting, because the shooting is 2006. Mm. I feel I'm like saying. before we, we need to go back to the to the shooting just so that people can understand how we even got to this point. So then what yeah, happened the, in 2006 then? Yeah, so... Mm. Okay, so I'm sectioned in 2010. Yeah. But the first... So I wouldn't say it's the first real trauma because I'm somebody that's, all this is in retrospect. Yeah, yeah? yeah. but you lived I've got abandonment issues. Yeah. That's what I suffer mm. from. I mm. suffer from abandonment issues. I found, I learned that in therapy, mm. yeah? Not having a mom, not really having a dad that was there all the time mm. because my dad was always in England. Mm. He was always in England. He worked for an oil company. Mm. So he was busy, mm. do you get what I'm saying? All over so the I was either in school or I'm with my sisters or with my friends, mm. do you get what I'm saying? Like mm. my dad would come, but it, it was a mad childhood, mm. do you get what I'm saying? In terms of love wise, yeah, yeah. I was almost like, just I was just kind of just all over the place, like, do you mm. get what I'm saying? Like, so coming to, coming to this 2006 thing, it's like, sometimes you do things for people, yeah, but you can't blame them when things go wrong, mm. yeah? That's something that's it might be hard for you to understand because I always said I got shot for people, yeah. Even up to the other day, I got an Instagram post mm. that when I looked at it back, I didn't like a little piece of it mm. because 
no one forced me to 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 defend anyone. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, because basically that's what my shooting was. I was basically trying to stop something for happening, like a bit of a fight. Yeah, a occasion between people that I was with in this place. I used to do management. Yeah, with someone else that you know, yeah. Flames. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. and we so was Flames. we was managing a group at the time, a group that kind of got birthed from the Bound to Blow thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. The group was called YBM, mm. Young Blood Militia. There's a guy called Propane who's yeah, featured. Propane. Propane's on my yeah. next video coming out, yeah. not the one that's out now, yeah, the next, next one. one. Yeah, the mm. one that Angel produced. Yeah, and he was in a group with like four or five guys. Yeah, sick. They was all over Channel U. They had mm. videos. It was bubbling. Everything was going well. Mm. And basically, there was a show in Reading with the group to perform. Giggs was on the bill, Getz was there, Mike GLC, um, a bunch of like Peckham artists. There was a bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And Triggs, you, I don't think you guys will know Triggs. Triggs is a rapper from West London. <coughs> so either way, you see like, people like to test you sometimes if you're in position, mm. yeah? And that's, I think that's all this was. Yeah. There was a bunch of guys and some of them just wanted to test some of these YBM mutes yeah. that are in this group yeah. that I'm talking about. Just to see if they're about... Check their temperature. On, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. But the ones that they tapped on, them man ain't about nothing. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And I know that. So I'm standing like across the room, just sipping champagne. I'm just analysing this thing. Mm. We only just got in there. And I could see this thing's bubbling over there. So I've basically gone over there on a casual, not even mm. on a like on a hype for anything yeah. like that, just to stop it. Like, bro, what are you not doing? Like, mm. how yeah. like we've all come to perform, like what did it? Yeah. But the energy that these youths were dealing with, it was a different type of energy. Mm. Because that because these guys were from Peckham. Mm. And that energy at that time, this is the whole SN1 mm. gigs. Mm. This is that energy, yeah. but the birth of gigs. Okay. This is like pre-first mixtape time. Early stages. Mm-hmm. Early stages. Yeah. The first piece of music that mm. came out was gigs with another guy. Two guys were on this mixtape. I can't remember the guy's name. That's before Giggs' first ever mixtape by himself. Mm. Yeah. So this is that time okay. where people are trying to build their name. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like everyone's trying to like trying to actually stand on what they say on tunes and uh, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so he's still locked into the streets as well now, yeah? Yeah, very yeah, much so. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, through that whole night, I didn't even see gigs. Okay. The whole night, I did not see gigs, mm-hmm. yeah? I, I, I got a phone call from gigs maybe about a month or two after I came out of the hospital. Mm. But I didn't see gigs the whole night, mm. yeah? So like I said, I've gone over to stop the argument and there was a kid that was on Bound to Blow Volume 2, yeah? Flames knows him. Flames mm. was the one that filmed the footage, mm. yeah? Mm. He's there with the Peckhamutes. So yeah. I've said to him, cuz, you're all bound to blow. Yeah. Tell these youths to calm yeah, down, yeah, cuz. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. bro, I'm drinking champs. I'm not even like, yeah. on a, you know what I mean? Man's, yeah. 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 man's just smoked grade. I, I, like, I smoked grade before I come in here. I'm yeah, drinking champs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I've been working all day. I've been grafting all day. At the time, and I think this played a part. Yeah, I won't even go into it too deep. But at the time, I was shot in crack and heroin. Mm. Yeah, but I'm talking full time, like a job, mm. yeah? So that was a Wednesday or a Tuesday. Bro, I've been work since eight in the morning. I've been mm. grafting, bro. I'm not here to have an argument. Mm. I just want to watch and make sure these lot do what they're meant to do mm. and go we go on to the next shot. Yeah, 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 simple yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. So I've said to the youth, I'm light skinned you. Kaiser, he's a rapper from Peckham. His mm. name's Kaiser. I said to the Kaiser you, bro, you're unbound to blow, bro, man. What are you doing, man? Mm. There's no need for all this, that. Yeah, yeah. My man said, what? Fuck bound to blow, da da da. And you see, when he did that, I think that's what burnt me. Yeah. When I think back. Yeah. Because why did I get so upset? Yeah. I think that's what upset, man. Because, yeah. bro, I've said, but I edited you. Mm. Yeah. This, this you. I'm giving you a platform. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, doing this you. for free as well. Like, I edited you, bro. Yeah. I've watched you bar yeah. after bar. Mm. I've edited you. I've put transitions and put fades. You, yeah. that's saying this. Yeah. So I think a part of me just went, what? I said to him, really, cuz? I said, are you like, and that yeah. it just went into something else. Yeah. Yeah. But as that was bubbling, this other use turned in, just mm. come along, and mm. he was the, actually the trigger you, yeah? Yeah, yeah? And then it turned into an argument between me and him. Yeah. That argument ended up turning into a fight. Yeah. But, bro, man, like, bro, it wasn't even a fight. Man just breezed these youths up quickly. Yeah. That's more how it felt yeah. like. Yeah. And they left. Mm. They've all left. A bunch of guys, they've all left. Cut a long story short, the youths come back into the club mm. a good maybe 10 minutes later mm. while I'm trying to get these lot ready to, to do perform. their performance. Mm. And it's turned into me and them having a, like a bit of like a, 
like a tussle type mm. thing. Mm. Because he's walked into a room, yeah? This is mad. He's walked into a room. Imagine we're all in a room like this. Yeah. And these doors are swinging doors. These yeah, doors yeah, that are yeah. in the studio. He's walked through the swinging doors by himself. And there's about, maybe about seven people in the room. Mm. Mike Gelsey's in the room. The whole group, YBM in the room. Everyone's mm. in the room. Yeah. And he's just coming by himself. And I thought to myself, I was probably one of the closest to him. Yeah. And I thought to myself, nah, this youth's got something on him. He's yeah, of course. Disused. He's definitely with no different way, yeah, energy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he done You're the one whole, man up as he well. done the whole, what's man saying now, innit? Mm. What's man saying now, innit? And you're looking at me. Mm. So I've just tried to move to him before anything happens. Mm. Because you're not pulling that I'm out in here. Mm. It's, a, it's a room, a lot, if anything goes on in here, it's, it's, it's gonna go down, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've just tried to get to him, but I just never got to him in time. It mm. turned into a tussle and, shots just rang off do you get what I'm saying mm. next thing you know I'm literally on the floor and there's just blood everywhere bro do you know what I'm saying know, literally bro. just blood everywhere and I remember look that's another thing you see before we spoke about these phones yeah yeah I told man this year you see if it was now I would have been dead that's what see I'm saying see the way takeoff is dead yeah bro I would have been dead because everybody like he said would have had their phone out but you know what happened Everybody was taking off jackets. I'm lying on the floor like this because I'm still awake. I'm mm. lying on the floor. I'm just in mad pain. I'm seeing everybody taking off jackets. I'm hearing bare Redding accents because it was in Redding. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I can't do Redding accents, mm. but they're taking off jackets and they're all they're all plugging where most of the blood's coming out mm. of, which mm. was in my shoulder here. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? But in them doing that, they actually caused a blood clot in my shoulder, which Should needed an know. operation. I needed another operation for it yeah, later on. Matter. But they saved my life by doing that. Mm. You feel mm. what I'm saying? Mm. But if any one of them had a phone and it was all phones, 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 yeah. I would have bled to death right there on the floor. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because my heart stopped. They had to actually resuscitate me. So I was that close. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? Like That's to being out of it. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like I literally remember, I remember like bare clouds. I remember it. I remember clouds. I remember bare high rise buildings. And all of and there was no pain. And then I remember mm. just being on a gurney, mm. like on a gurney, but the gurney's sitting up like that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just I'm being pushed like outside of this club. Mm. And there's just bare people. Mm. Like, can you imagine? I'm being pushed out of this club. People probably thought this dude is dead. Everyone was watching. And you. bare people was just there, but there wasn't one person with a camera phone. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? That's crazy still. And if there was, believe me, I wouldn't be here doing yeah. this interview with you lot. You feel me? So that trauma buried itself in me because I never really recovered mm. like where we come from. But I spent six months in South London. Like, imagine the bear who shot me is from Peckham. My sister lives in Lewisham. You know, Lewisham yeah. and Peckham are like right next door. Yeah. Well, I was six months in Lewisham after I got shot. So I was in the hospital for maybe like, maybe two months or a month and a bit. Yeah. And then I had to go back in the hospital again for maybe three weeks. But I was in Lewisham. So even that, how are you feeling that? Now you're in Lewisham, you're, you're bro, right I went next Lewisham, door bro. to them. Bro, I remember, bro, you can't stay in the house all day. Uh, First of all, I couldn't really do much yeah. because of all the surgery and whatever. But a little while into it, I'm all going Lewisham Market, Lewisham yeah. Mall. There's a big mall in Lewisham. Uh, like, I've got to come out. Yeah, you can't be shut up. But doing all that, it, it's like, you don't even know what you're doing, really. Uh, Bro, do you know the really shit I did? I remember I was, I, I remember like maybe like 2000 and, remember I got shot 2006. Sometimes you got to do things to kind of show yourself who yeah. you are type yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah? Some of them are silly. Uh. 2000 and, I think it was like 2000 and, 2007, 2008. I remember I was dating this girl, Peaches from Peckham. Uh. And I remember being at Peaches' house and I woke up early in the morning one day and I went McDonald's. Yeah. In Peckham, yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Ma the McDonald's is on the corner on mm. the top of Peckham High Street. Yeah. And I just went there and I but sat down and I ate a food. Mm, 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 yeah, yeah, just for yeah, me, man, just to yeah. know that I'm still a Setting your own mental goals, goals yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, reminds me, that reminds me of 50 Cent. So you see when he gets shot, yeah, or when he got shot, he got shot like nine times, something crazy, but he got shot outside his grandma's house. Do you get me? So that's on his block. He can't move from his block now, do you get me? And then naturally when you get shot, 
you're not going to want to go back into the same environment that you're in. Yeah. Do you get me? But what he done, similar to you, is like, right, cool, I'm not leaving this block, this is my block. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do drugs on the same road that I got shot. Do you yeah, get me? It's the same yeah, reason yeah. that you said it's just like. Nah, I just needed to. Uh, to prove to yourself, why, innit? why was she from Peckham? Yeah. Mm. Because she could Peaches could have lived anywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. she just happened to be from there. Yeah. yeah. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I. It was mad, it was mad, it was mad. But, but it was just something that I needed to do just for myself, man. Yeah. Not to go look for no trouble or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll give you, lot, I'll give you lot something deep. And, and this is something that you got to understand because some people, some people that are close to me, I don't think they fully understand. Right, how did you do that? Like, mm. how did you not retaliate mm. coming from where we come from? Like, we come from a certain cloth. We come from somewhere. Mm. Like, them things that don't happen to us. Mm. You understand? Bro, while I was in a hospital, yeah, and you can ask your dad, mm. yeah, a man, yeah, that's been jailed with the guy that shot me, got a phone call from him the same night. And I got this info, like, maybe the day after I woke up from operations, mm. yeah? I had a bullet in my lung. They had to take a bullet out of my lung. I had all smashed ribs from the, bullet, from the bullets mm. and all that. The man said to this you, yeah, I won't say his name, mm. Right, do you know some guy? This is in the phone call. Do you know some guy called Ox? Oki Ox. Mm. He's in YBM. He's in, so he got the youth thought I was in YBM, mm. the group. Yeah, yeah. blood man. Da, 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 he went having it. Man got into a madness. Mm. He went having it. Man had to burn him. Da, 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 da. This is what he's told. Mm. He told a bread that we went school with. Okay. He was in a year below me in school. I know him. Mm. He's from the hood. Mm. So that's how close it was. Do you get what I'm saying? Like mm. it, like, and then my sister. I got a sister that's like my sister, my, one of my older sisters. She's like in her sixties, yeah. She goes to all these like African meetings, like, like for our our tribe and that Culture in South family. London. They have these meetings once a month and yeah. da da da. Bro, one of the women that's in the meetings is her son. So she's telling my sister. All my sisters kept this for me. Like I found out because one of them was like, right, you need to know this because this is what's been going on. Da da da. Florence didn't want to tell you. Da 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 da. This guy's mum went to my sister and said, rah, trying to beg my sister. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so there was multiple things that God was using to show me, rah, step away from this thing, you know, because it's going to hurt you because it hurt, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Especially hurt, when you know that you could do something. Bro, it hurt, man. Mm. It hurt. Win, lose, or draw. Mm. Win, lose, or draw. It hurt. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. But God did enough and put the right people around me to make me realize, right, you know what? Some things you walk away from, no mm. matter how much it hurts. To show you the signs. Some things <clears> you walk <throat> away from, mm. and it's always for the better. Mm, mm, Do you get what I'm saying? Like, because as I walked away from that, I walked away from the crack and the heroin and all that shit. Mm. I walked away from that the year after. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm. so, and since then, my life has gone through ups and downs. Like, the 2010, I got section, 2014, I got section again. Mm. But in there, I learned things. Do you get what I'm saying? In the hospital, I learned about myself. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and it's just been gradually, gradually, just in the right direction. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, mm. so yeah, man. That's deep, man. First, first and foremost, I gotta shake your hand in it. I got no, a lot of respect for you, man. No, no, Honestly, no, yeah, no, like no, for real. No, first and foremost, for just being able to share your story and also like what I'm getting from a lot of what you're saying is that there's strength and vulnerability like even the topics you're touching on now as yeah. a grown black man do you know what I mean it's mm. not often you hear about these things mental health and like you're openly speaking about these things yeah. so I commend and respect that highly man um, and then even just taking in the last thing one gem I think that I can take from what you said is that whatever you're going through, there's always an opportunity to grow and improve your situation. Like you're literally saying that you've been shot in, from an altercation, you've been sectioned twice, but you're still climbing. And even if you get knocked down and like from 2010 to 2014, section once and then it happened again, cool. You're going back three steps, but you're going to get up again the yeah. fourth time. And mm. do you know what I mean? Because I'll be honest man. with you, you see adversity, yeah? Yeah. Adversity will give you the opportunity, yeah, to be someone, whereas, you going through just wins, 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 wins all the way. Yeah, you don't learn nothing. Bro, you're gonna learn nothing, bro. Yeah. Because you see all them wins, wins, wins. They're gonna lead you to like the biggest loss you could ever lose. Mm. And because you never learned no way of dealing with that attitude and this and how people mm. look at you when you're down, fam, you need to see what people really think of you mm. as a human being. Mm. For you, you like 
Not your, not your trainers, not your car, not your, not your top, not your haircut. You know what I'm saying? You need people to see you for you and make a judgment and you need to see it. And the only time you see that is when you're going through down times, mm. adversity, when you're low and it looks like you've crashed out or mm. you've fallen off. That's mm. when you see, as far as you keep your eyes open. Mm. That, and that's a gem. That's mm. like, that's God showing you, Rad, no, they're not for you. Yeah. Maybe this two are for you because look, they never stopped yelling you. They never stopped phoning you. Yeah, they never stopped saying, you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah. same way as well. Not no different, not no sympathy thing. Mm. Not no rap, come round and do it. Nah, same, exactly. Mm. God shows you that through those moments. Do you get what I'm saying? And look, I got shot. I had to spend a lot of time while a lot of my peers were going ahead with what they wanted to do in yeah. life. And, mm. that must have and I had to sit down, mm. whether that's in therapy or I had to go get some job somewhere because I decided I'm not going to sell crack and heroin no more. Mm. I had to sit down. And when you sit down, you might read. When you sit down, you might get a chance to look in the mirror and really look at yourself. When you sit down, you might get a chance to actually see who you really are. Mm. You might get a chance to get close to God. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? All those things you might get a chance to do. Whereas if you're on a winning streak, mm. there ain't no time for none of that. There ain't no time to pray. Mm. There ain't no, you've been getting wins. What are you going to thank? You, yeah, what are you praying for? I mean? You've been getting wins. It's been all wins. Mm. But when God shows you rad, shows you the bottom, like literally the bottom, and he shows you it, and then he pulls you out of it, mm. whether you're on your knees in tears, whatever it might be, and he pulls you out of it, bro, psh, there's not a umbrella, bro. Mm. Because you know you're never ever gonna go down there again plus you've, learned you've got the more. ability to be a light mm. you've got the ability to be a light because I could have learned all this stuff and just kept my mouth quiet yeah. maybe write a couple of novels make, make a couple million and go sit down somewhere and you don't ever even get to meet me mm. Yeah, well, I could easily do that I've got books in me I'm working on two books right now yeah. but for me God's put something in me and he's kept me in a certain way when I meet people, they don't even know how old I am. People don't even know how old I am. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? So I've got a job to communicate with the youth. Mm. I've got a job to do. You've got a purpose. I've got a job to do because there's a bunch of people that's just staring a generation the wrong way because this weren't the plan. When we did Bound to Blow, this weren't the plan. We weren't, we weren't trying to get young boys to be millionaires so kids could be stabbing each other on the street mm. and then man's making tunes about it and man's making millions of money off the back of it. That wasn't the plan. Mm. We just wanted to give people a platform so they could get their voices out, get their talent shown and make money and feed their kids. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? That's but true. do it in the right way. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? So, But yeah, man, we're here, man. And we're just trying to move forward and just trying to inspire, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Deep real, story, innit? I told real. you it's a deeper story. It's, it's a real. movie. It's a nah, movie, it's love, but man. obviously, like through obviously, I know you away from the social media, yeah. the way away from the music. That like, you're one person that I look to when I've gone through certain situations. I think, alright, cool. Unks have gone through something ten times worse than this. You understand what I mean? And yeah. he's still motivating. He's still pushing. So I look at you. Do you get me? So I'm like, nah, nah, it's love, like, man. Cool. Come on, man. You're me? my family, bro. Come on, man. Nah, you're my family, bro. Trust me, man. But yeah, alright. Then cool. I feel like it was a good conversation. Yeah. So then, what we do on the way out, we normally live leave the people with a gem that they can take away like a direct gem they can take yeah. away so what gem would you give them probably there's so many man there's so many I've there's too many man there's too many Bear gem. that's the movie for there's real too Bear gems like, like, there's too many but if you can give them like, literally one, uh, yeah. actually before we do that I, I want you to plug in your stuff yeah, in well, it, like, yeah, like, yeah that's well, what I was well, going to say well, recently yeah. I've been doing these talks yeah, yeah. on my um on my Instagram. Mm. My Instagram is underscore OX for real. Mm. Underscore OX for real. That's with a number four for mm. real, yeah? And when you go there, you'll see Ox Monica's son. That's my page. But I've been doing these talks and I think they've just been inspired mainly, maybe because of my dad. My dad died in 2020 and my dad was somebody that would always just drop gems. Like mm. he wouldn't even, I don't think he was. He even means to, he would just be dropping them. Mm. Cause that's just, that's what it was about in Africa. In Africa, men would sit around, not even just men, men, they would sit around and they would talk and they would tell stories and these stories would be filled with wisdom. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, and they would, that's how they would pass wisdom on to the younger ones. Mm. Like, this is where we come from, all of us. Do you get what I'm saying? But we've lost our way, cuz, do you feel me? So that storytelling thing and that passing on to wisdom is something I've been doing a lot um, using my Instagram. Mm. As a, and I don't even, I honestly can't even tell you why I do it. Like. I just know I have to do it. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, God's not gonna be happy with me. Mm -hmm. Like it's as simple you as that. Like, you're on the yeah, I've got to, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So there's something on my phone, yeah? 
there's something on my phone where I write them all down. Mm. Like literally, there's there's too many for me to. But what I'll do, I'll give you one that ain't that ain't been I ain't used yet to do yeah. a talk that ain't yeah. on Instagram yet. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll randomly just pick one. But yeah, this is real, man. Okay, so this goes this goes perfect with what we've been speaking about, yeah? Mm. And I ain't done this one yet, yeah? Mm. It says, I had to unlearn so much of what this system tried to put in me, yeah? So the, the meaning of that is, like I said to you, I got shot, yeah? And growing up in the 90s, all the music that we listened to, everything our elders told us, everything that we were told full stop by this culture was an eye for an eye. If man touch you later, you're biting that hand off. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like mm. so, for me not to retaliate and go look after, look for this youth, win, lose or draw, yeah, it doesn't matter what had happened. Mm. But for me not to go look and say, right, nah, nah, I'm not having it. For me to find a way to process that pain and get rid of it, and not even get rid of it, to live with it, mm. I had to do that. I had to get rid of a lot of what this thing taught me. Because every rap song, hit em up, Tupac, whatever it is, that's what we grew up on. Mm. It's eye for eye. You get touch, you touch back. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? But what man don't understand, and if you really analyse them old school gangster, Italian movies and all these type of movies, it's not every time man touched that man retaliated. Mm. Do you yeah. understand? It wasn't every time. Yeah, because man need to know how to move. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And a lot of that is down to discernment and just, just following your gut. And a lot of men are scared to follow their gut because they're going to feel embarrassed by what man say or how it makes them look. Do you know what I'm saying? So the one thing I could tell you is believe in yourself and follow your gut because your gut will never lie to you. Deeper one. Never. It will never lie to you. Your gut will tell you what it is and sometimes your mind will play tricks on you. If you get, if you get that first decision, you get it and you make that decision, act on it. Mm. Act on it instantly. Because if you wait five minutes, your brain's going to talk you out of it. Your brain's going to show you so many reasons not to do it. Why it's not going to work. Why it's not going to happen. Why they're going to laugh at you. Why this? Why that? And when you go to my Instagram, one of the last things I've talked about and the talk I've done is about doubt. Don't let doubt take you off your path. We've all got purpose. And most people let doubt take them off their path. Mm. And they end up working in Tesco at 60 years old. Mm. That's, that went for none of us. We're just making people money, other people money. Do you get what I'm saying? So that first one and the doubt one, don't let doubt take you off where you're meant to head. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and I leave it with that still. Yeah, strong. I like that one. Don't let doubt take. Don't, say again, don't let doubt take, take you off the path, path you're meant to be on. Mm. Because you'll be on a path, mm. but the path you're meant to be on. Because that's within you. Yeah. That purpose was within, it was in you. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? But just the, that doubt thing, it will take you and put you on a different path. You'll be on a path, but not the one for you. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you'll just be on a, you'll be on a, di- I think there's a film called Six Degrees of Separation. You'll just be on a different path to what you're meant to be. That path ain't for you. Yeah. And that path ain't favoured. That ain't your calling. It's mm. not favoured. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? Like, so you won't find no favour there. It'll be, it'll be pillar to post. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be dating websites. And, and one minute you've got this girlfriend then she's cheating on you then it's this and it, it'll just be trash mm. do you know what I'm saying it'll yeah, be pillar yeah, to yeah, post yeah. do you know what I mean but once you stay in, on your path and find your purpose which is all about finding it's all within within self well you'll be on path man and, but sometimes it's hard at the beginning but as far as you stick with it you'll get there do you know what I'm yeah. saying Deep Real, one man. what about you my guy um, mine would be adversity builds character I was thinking, like I said, just hearing about your story and the things you've been through and and your words and your wisdom, I think the biggest thing that stands out to me is that you're now such a multifaceted individual who's doing the talks, doing all these amazing things. You've got your music from the bounce block, all these different things you're doing. It's because, and that all stems from the different trials and tribulations that life has put you through. I'm a big believer, regardless of my God's spirituality Mm, stuff, mm, mm. God gives us toughest challenges to his strongest soldiers and you are literally the biggest testament of that from your story. So I would just say that short and simple adversity builds character man amen man. facts what i say what i leave them with i'd say duh, 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 duh. when you can't stay motivated stay consistent do you get Good me that motivation is gonna 
swindles. There's yeah. going to be certain times you're not motivated to do certain things, but if you stay consistent like you've done, yeah. you're going to find the glory in what you're doing, if that makes sense. That's you a fact, That's a fact. Just stay consistent. Like, to, to link motivated. to that, stay consistent, it's a routine, yeah? And this is one I'll give them. Your routine is your root in, yeah? If you mm. check it, they're spelt very similarly, mm. yeah? God gave me that one a couple years ago. Your routine will be your root in. That's and when you really check it, though. when you really check it, the word that they've spelt, routine, mm. it's come from root in. Mm. Because you check the spelling of root in, mm. like your root into something, my root into that, the success in that mm. will come from my routine. Do you get what I'm saying? Because if I'm putting in that work in every day, if I've got a set routine, I'm going to do this Monday, yeah. Tuesday, boom. Mm. That can only lead me to success. Yeah, it can only, I can't fail. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I might have some tough times, yeah. but I can't fail yeah. because I've, I'm working within a routine. You know what I mean? So yeah, your routine is your root in. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm so yeah, that's like that yeah, still, yeah, man. Yeah, that's oh, it's love coming through, man. Nah, man, it's love, yeah. man. Every nah, time, real, man. Every time, every time, man.